day, we awaken to some new event in America or maybe around the globe that reminds us somebody is out to get us. And every day, as we dig into the details of these events and find out what's really happening, the same names and the same organizations continue to reappear time after time after time, repeatedly. The same names, the same organizations like Klaus Schwab, George Soros, the Bidens, and many unelected leaders in high places like Alejandro Mayorkas, Christopher Wray, Barack Obama, the puppeteer behind the curtain, Bill Gates, and the World Banks and their leaders. And here's the clincher. Every day when each new devastating attack against our people somewhere in the world transpires, we ask the same numbskull questions like, why are they doing this? Are they crazy? What are they going to do next? Are we really incapable of answering the, these questions in a definitive way? Are we that dulled of senses of hearing and of seeing? I can answer those questions right now very quickly. Question number one, why are they doing this? Because they are evil. Simple as that. Question two, are they crazy? No, they are not crazy. Refer back to, an to the answer to question number one. They are evil and they're not crazy. They are very intelligent. They know what they are doing. They are calculated, organized, methodic, and effective in doing their evil. So this is not the, uh, the actions of madmen around the world that is taking place around us. Now, question number three, what are they going to do next? Well, I'm not sure, but think in terms of the evilest crimes against humanity and just use your imagination. You'll probably come up with a fairly accurate list of menu options. For example, will there be another man-made pandemic? Well, the evidence right now sure points to that. Of course, it's going to happen. It was too successful the first time. We are still suffering from the wrath of that scam, that deception, the bio-warfare that was launched against us. So yeah, that's probably a good bet that it's going to happen again. Will there be another stolen election? Um, I think that's on the option list uh, on the menu. Yeah, of course, there's going to be another stolen election or at least another attempt because the evil party, the unit party, formerly what was known as the Democrat Party, and now they are included uh, with the rhinos and all of the globalists, they have to steal the election to survive because they are not popular they are evil, and people are not attracted to evil because it affects us all. What city are they going to burn down next? Um, they did a great job in Lahaina, in Hawaii, 
And um, there were so many um, botched emergency procedures that were not really botched. They were ignored. It was intentional. It was a takedown. And it was part of the Biden's theme of building back better. They have to first destroy to build back what they call better, which is the communist society. And they're out to do that right now. And the evidence is accumulating. So what's going on? Well, here's a real question for you. And this gets to the crux of the matter. How do we free ourselves from this slavery to tyranny? That is the single most question that must be answered. There is no other question more important than that. And we should be asking it, all of us, right now. And we should not rest until we answer it. If the Republic of the United States of America is going to survive, I predict that the only way it will happen is by the people declaring a second emancipation proclamation. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latulip. I want to emphasize today that we have gone backwards in history in many ways. We've lost a tremendous amount of ground. And the only way we're going to get it back is a second emancipation proclamation. But this must be a proclamation or a declaration made by the people. Now, what's an emancipation proclamation? We have to recognize the fact that the youth have not been taught any history of the United States. And so perhaps I need to define what that is. An emancipation is actually a declaration of freedom from slavery, from, if you will, forced participation in evil. So if we want to declare ourselves free from the tyranny that we are now facing and from the evil that they are imposing upon us to not just be victims, but to be participants in the evil in the same way that the Germans participated in the Nazi destruction of the Jewish race, we are there right now. What I am saying is this. Slavery has returned to the United States of America. And I frankly don't know if it's here to stay. I'd like to think we can conquer it. I'd like to think that this is just a dark phase in American history, and we have faced this many times in the past. But slavery is back. Just ask the question, is every cold and flu season now from here to Christ's second coming going to be a pandemic? Well, they're sure going to try and capitalize on that. Already, we are seeing calls for masking up. It's being forced, at least in one or two universities in the country, even though nobody is sick. There have been no cases of anything. 
but it worked so well. And so what can you expect now? Well, every cold and flu season is another opportunity to lock us down, to restrict our travel, to tell us that we cannot come together as family and friends, as Americans, we cannot meet, unless, of course, it would be a meeting of destruction like Antifa or Black Lives Matter, and they have a free pass to gather and to mingle in close proximity. But all of it is a facade. Remember that every, every pandemic the world has faced, except one, which was the bubonic plague in Europe, every other pandemic, we saw the devastation not from the virus or the bacteria, but from the response to the pandemic. And that is certainly what has happened with us throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. They have capitalized on the manipulation, genetic manipulation of a virus to simply control us, lock us down, and yes, kill us. The toxic shot is a bioweapon that is continuing to cause many deaths at an increasing rate. It's not decreasing, it's getting worse. Those people who have taken shots are at risk, and they do worry about what will happen to them. Will they experience the sudden death, which is the big elephant in the room that is very, very conveniently ignored by all of the mainstream media. They have a complete blackout on that information. But people are not stupid. They know what's going on. But this is what I am talking about when I discuss the issue of slavery in America. We have become slaves to an evil system. How many people are going to comply this fall when they tell you you have to wear a mask when you go into a store to go shopping, to get your essentials of food and other items for daily living. If you do comply in any way, then you are a slave. You need to understand that. Skin color, sex, religious beliefs, your profession, social status, your financial portfolio, none of this matters anymore. This is a global enslavement. It goes beyond skin color. They only raise the issue of skin color and race right now because they want to cause more fighting, more violence, more friction among us because it is a distraction to what they are doing to us. We must recognize that. But such a simple thing as donning the mask, which I have forever said, the mask is nothing but a symbol of submission to a rogue government faction. It is not a viral barrier. It creates more problems psychologically and physically than you could ever imagine. And it does nothing to protect you, your neighbor, anybody from any viral infection. So, if you don the mask again because you are told to do so, welcome to slavery. 
you are a slave, but you have a choice. And I am saying that for any reason. If they tell you that you have to wear a mask to fly in an airplane or to take a bus or to use any public transportation, if you comply, you are a slave. We have to just acknowledge the fact here, the truth, for any reason. If you have to go to a medical appointment and they tell you you cannot be seen unless you wear a mask, will you comply? How important is that medical appointment? It's a decision you have to decide. But if you comply, you are complicit. You are more than just a slave because you are complicit in the destruction of humankind whenever and however you play their game. And they want you to play that game. We need to understand what slavery really is. Now, I want to just review a little bit of history. If we go into the past, in the pre-Civil War days of slavery, the slaves were primarily the black people, but not only the black people. But they had no choice but to obey, to comply if they wanted to live. That's how brutal it was. I am certain that if I lived in those days, I would have been an active part of the Underground Railroad because no human being deserves slavery. Every human being, regardless of skin color, regardless of any other traits, was created in the image of God Almighty. We are told that in the Bible, and because of that, every human being who lives and breathes has certain unalienable rights bestowed upon them by God. And because of that, we must cherish our fellow man and come to their defense and do all that we can to ensure that freedom abounds, because when freedom abounds, people are happy. People are free to pursue God and righteousness. And sure, there comes a lot of responsibility with the liberties. We are not free to do anything we want, but we are free to pursue that which is good and wholesome and healthy and productive and creative. We can make choices that affect our own life. And that's very, very important. But in the pre-Civil War days, slaves had no choice. And that's the way it was in America for a long time. And that is exactly the way they want it again. But now everyone will be a slave to a few elites. The Emancipation Proclamation was a document issued actually twice and the second time, both by President Abraham Lincoln, the second time on January 1st, 1863, and it declared that all enslaved people in the United States, quote, shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. Initially, that was not the case. 
when Abe Lincoln first thought about freeing the slaves, he actually was wanting to use that as a military strategy. It applied only to enslaved people in the Confederacy, in the southern states, but it did not apply to four border states that had slaves because they had an allegiance with the Union, with the North. But you know what? Lincoln was a Christian, and Lincoln's conscience got to him. And as a result of that, once the issue was raised, Lincoln actually was pricked of conscience, and his views on slavery shifted dramatically. His hypocrisy gave way to a clear conscience, and freedom became a reality for all. Military strategy gave way to the real issue of racism, real racism. And it was horrible. It was evil. I have read an awful lot about the black history in the United States of America, and it is shameful what they did. And it doesn't matter what the skin color was. I am a white man. I will call any black man my brother or my sister, and I will defend their lives to the utmost of my ability. I will appeal for justice for every human being. And Lincoln saw the value of humanity. And he understood that if we declare ourselves to pursue life, liberty, and happiness for all people, that means all people. And so eventually, the 13th Amendment was written. In Section 1, it says, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for a crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. And Section 2 of the 13th Amendment says very simply, Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Lincoln was quoted as declaring his clear conscience when he said, quote, I never in my life felt more certain that I was doing right than I do in signing this paper. He was referring to the Emancipation Proclamation. He goes on, if my name ever goes into history, it will be for this fact, and my whole soul is in it. Now, another big event that resulted from the Civil War was that Abraham Lincoln, in declaring that war, he did manage to save the Union. We were not the divided states of America, even though several states had seceded at the time, but they were reunited. But now, now look at us. We are once again facing slavery in America. And as of right now, we have no president like Lincoln to proclaim us free. We just don't. In fact, we don't have a president in the United States of America right now. We have a puppet administration ruled by a few oligarchs, most likely, 
And I still believe that the imposter Barack Obama is the chief puppeteer. A lot of evidence points to it. But once again, we are burdened also with the preservation of the union. Our livelihood as an independent free republic is at stake. But who will preserve the union this time? A president? No, not Biden. He's not the real president. He's not even there. He is so demented, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going. He can't put two sentences together. He can't put one sentence together. He is a lost, empty shell, but a very evil one. And he will face God soon. But here's where we are at right now. America is being systematically destroyed. We have to just ad admit it, acknowledge it. America, piece by piece, inch by inch, we are being taken down. And that's how they succeed in destroying nations. It's not a cataclysmic event. It's not a one-time insurrection. It's peace by little piece get you to comply in the smallest little things, right? Luke 16, 10 in the New Testament, in the Gospel of Luke, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much, and he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. The little things count a lot, because if you compromise the little things, then it's much easier to compromise the big things. And so America is systematically being destroyed because we are complying with what we regard as the little insignificant things that really are not at all insignificant, like putting on that mask. Our own government is the chief threat to our liberty right now. Obama, the Bidens, and every one of the government agencies the head of every agency is complicit in this takedown. They have gotten bold and therefore they have gotten careless. They know that we know they are guilty and that they are evil. And we know they know we know. And they don't care because they believe that we are powerless to do anything, and that's exactly what they want us to believe. And many of us do, in fact, believe that we are helpless. Well, what can I do? I'm just one individual. That's a pathetic response. The truth is many of us lack courage to respond. We want to protect our comfort our possessions that really possess us. Many of us do not recognize freedom as a gift from God, a gift to be cherished, to be upheld, to be defended at all costs. Because many of us don't even recognize God as the giver of all that is good, every perfect gift comes from the Father above. If we don't recognize that, then we lose sight of the value of freedom. And that is what has happened in America. They have 
come out and point blank shown us their strategy. I want to list for you today just 10 key operations that they're doing to take us down. Just as a review and ask yourself as we go through each one, is it still going on? How did it happen? Inch by inch? Or was it sudden? Well, they started with the pandemic. That's when things really went down fast and hard, faster than any other time in the history of the U.S. The pandemic was used to shut us down. Now, sadly, we complied all too well. We did exactly what they hoped we would do. And in fact, we did it to a greater expectation than they had for us. And so, yes, they will try it again. It is coming, no doubt about it. Number two, another key operation is that they stole an election. They had planned to steal the 2016 election. They were so sure that they had that sewn up that Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president that they were celebrating before the votes were even cast. But in 2020, they got it right. They honed their evil. They stole the election. And then they did it again in the midterm election in 2022. Sadly, their tactics worked very well, obviously. And look at the price we are paying for it. But it was so effective that, yes, they will try it again. We recently saw the first debate of the Republicans for the primary. Now, that's all a waste of time. Absolute waste of time if another election is going to be stolen. Why debate? Why have an election? And that's exactly what the left wants. They want you to think, what's the sense of even going out and voting? It's already determined. Do you think the Democrats are worried about this election? I mean, they've got Biden, who's probably not going to make it to even be a candidate to be the next president. He'll likely die before. Uh, the guy has not got long to live, but are they worried about it? No, they think they already have it wrapped up. And what are we doing about it? They are going to try it again. Another key strategy, they have been depriving us of essential life resources, food, fuel, finances, right? They're poisoning our food supply. The, the coating around fruits and vegetables called APL, which is a Bill Gates product, is already out. It's in the stores. It's in even the Whole Foods and, and all the natural stores where they claim to have the fresh fruits from local farmers and so forth. Look for that APL and look it up because it is not good. You should not eat or purchase anything with APL on it if you know what's good for you. Now, we told you this about the shot. Many of you did not comply, did not heed the truth. I'm telling you, you want to watch out for what they are doing. They are poisoning our food supply. They are doing it with messenger RNA injections in cattle and swine, and they want to inject it in every animal that we consume. We have APL out now. We have hormones 
that are being used for growth. We have GMOs, genetically modified organisms that have been bioengineered. Okay, that's an alteration of the natural growth of animals. And they are robbing us of our fuels, making natural organic fuels. Do not call it fossil fuels. Oil is the second most predominant liquid on the globe behind water. And yes, it reproduces itself. That's another subject altogether. But they are making natural organic fuels unavailable. Gasoline, diesel, propane, right? They want to remove your propane stoves. Coal, uh, which comes out of the ground. The things that make our wheels turn freely, and I want to emphasize freely, those are the things that they are wanting to take away from us. There's a reason for it. And look, finances, they are striving for that cashless system because they know if they can get it, if the world banks have their way, they will control you, control your ability to buy and sell. Now, the Bible talks about that in the book of Revelation. Beware, beware, because it's coming. They will do it. Another tactic, they are trying to disarm us. They must take our guns from us. They want to do it. They know they have to do it. Never surrender your weapons and load up on ammo. It makes a statement. And let's just say, you never know. And I'll leave it at that. They are destroying our environment. Toxic waste spills, wildfires everywhere, pollution created from mining resources for so-called sustainable energy, right? Solar power, electric vehicles with their big batteries, wind turbines that are killing off the eagles and destroying the scenery. And so the question is, do you want to be a slave or do you want a second emancipation proclamation. I'm going to take a short pause and I will return to talk about what it takes to be free in America. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout 
Don't forget, out loud 25 at checkout. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work. REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed ingredients supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Good people, this is Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latulop. My program can be heard at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, and I would highly encourage you to go to AmericaOutlaw.news for all of my articles and past podcasts, as well as those of some amazing patriots who are simply spreading the truth, telling you like it is what is going on in America and what we can do about it. Today, I've been talking about a second Emancipation Proclamation, a proclamation that is going to have to be declared by the people, as opposed to the first Emancipation Proclamation signed in 1863 by President Abraham Lincoln, because we don't have a president like Abraham Lincoln at the helm right now. We have a bubbling, evil, babbling idiot. What is emancipation? It is the act of setting free from the power of another, from slavery, subjection, dependence, or controlling influence. Now, that's key right there. Because the American coup that has been going on now for a few years is a strategy that wraps itself around control. It is all about control. But freedom means an ability to make your own decisions about your own life. And that's what we all want. That's what every human being on the planet wants. But control means that freedom is taken from you. Now, there's different levels of control, and I would just divide this into two categories. There is soft control and hard control. Hard control means that your life is threatened if you do not comply. Soft control is something that we are at least facing for the present time. 
Soft control is coercion or encouragement, if you want to use a euphemistic word, coercion without the threat of life, but with the threat of removing your livelihood, such as the social credit scores. If you be a good boy or girl, you get to have the privilege of breathing air, of going out and using public transportation. But if you don't comply with us, we are going to slap your hand. We're not going to allow you to make the purchases you want, to go the places that you want to be. That is what soft control is. And that is being imposed all around the world, pretty much, and very much in the United States of America. Now, hard control is what they really want. And it is coming if we continue to comply. As soon as the government is in a position to enforce it, they will do it. And that's why they are so hard trying to disarm us. When you are controlled, you are enslaved. And we are now enslaved. But it's still our choice. Not all of us are enslaved. But we are in compliance with the soft control. And that is the sign of a weak and sin-sick society. Sin is rebellion against God. We don't hear that word anymore. But sin has consequences, whether you like it or not, whether you acknowledge that sin even exists or not. Rebellion against God leads to slavery. And when we are in compliance with evil, even when it is soft control, we are enabling the evil to progress. And so compliance has to stop in America. Now, we don't have a president of the United States like Abraham Lincoln. We would love to have President Trump, many of us, most of us. But right now, we are under a dictatorship. Biden is not a president. He is not the president. We have no president of the United States, no elected president of the United States for the first time in American history. And look at what has happened to us. Therefore, it is essential for the people themselves to initiate our own emancipation proclamation. This is a resolution and a declaration of independence for all people, but with soft control. We have to acknowledge that if we are going to be emancipated, it has to begin with us individually. A people's emancipation, which I am suggesting today, requires only one thing, if you really want to get down to it, and that is a refusal to comply. If you apply this one principle, refusing to comply with the evil, apply that to the pandemic. Here we go again, right? They're calling for masking. They're talking about lockdowns. They're pushing more shots, messenger RNA shots that are going to kill a lot more people, young 
healthy athletes, young children. And if they don't kill the children, they will sterilize the children so that they will never be able to have their own children. The shots are coming again, and they're going to push them hard because it makes the government and big pharma lots and lots of money. But with soft control, emancipation has to begin with us, and we must not comply. So will you? Will you comply or will you resist? If they tell you to mask when you get on the airplane, are you going to put on that mask? Do you want to go to a restaurant so bad that you will put on a mask before you enter it so that you can take it off at the table? Do you realize what this is doing to your brain? Is any store that important that you have to don a mask to go into it? Do you really need that medical appointment? Because let me tell you, I am a medical doctor. I was neutralized and destroyed because I simply spoke the truth and did my job. Now, that's where we are in America. And it's disgusting. And if you're going to a medical doctor, if you're going to any clinic that is a part of organized medicine today, you're putting your health at risk. Don't be stupid. That's my advice to you. I know what you're thinking. There's a thousand reasons why you have to comply, right? You have to. Well, I've got to fly to do my job. Oh, yeah? What if 100 people decided that they were not going to fly unless they can fly mask-free, and they tell their boss that, and they put pressure on them and say, sorry, Charlie, send somebody else. See, this is the price of freedom that we have to be willing to pay. We have to be willing to not compromise our own integrity. And I know it's a hard thing to do. You have to choose, however, to comply. You don't have to comply. They are not holding a gun to your head, at least not yet. And even when they hold a gun to your head, you still have a choice to not comply, but rather to obey God, which is what we all should do. But for convenience, just for convenience, because your work requires you to fly or because you desire to travel and have fun, that exceeds your desire to be free from tyranny? I don't get it. You don't realize what you are doing to yourself and to your country, because that's the bottom line. And the globalists know it. They know, your government knows your weakness, and they capitalize on it. They use it against you, and they laugh behind your back, and now they're laughing in front of your face because they know the flesh is weak, and so is the mind that caves in to the flesh. You have to make a choice to be emancipated from slavery. And you do have a choice. So please, if I may get a little bold here, don't call yourself a patriot if you comply. Okay? Because you're not a patriot if you are in compliance with the evil. Don't grant yourself the honor of that title if you aren't willing to oppose the evil. Don't do it or if you make excuses for your compliant behavior, because I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. I paid a heavy price 
for standing up for truth, for being faithful to my oath as a physician, as a military man, and every other way as a Christian. I took an oath before God that I would follow him, Jesus Christ. And there is a price to be paid for that. And we have to expect that. It's just part of the testing ground here on earth. Will you pass or fail? It's your choice. But you cannot be a patriot without sacrifice. You can't be free if you aren't willing to pay the price for freedom. So go down that list of those those strategies that they use to take us down. The 10 steps that I mentioned where they are sequentially destroying our nation and ask yourself, what do you have control over? What if they again mandate the shots and tell you you're going to lose your job if you won't take the shots? I mean, some institutions are still doing this. Some colleges, some hospitals, some medical schools. And what about your children? When they tell you you need to vaccinate your children because it's good for them, are you going to be so ignorant, so blindly stupid that you will maim your own children? You better get it right because there is no second chances here in this life. There are certain things that lead to death. And if you make the wrong choice, the party could be over for you in a very quick way. And you have to recognize that. Are your children still going to public schools or have you committed to homeschooling? Parents, are you protecting your children? And grandparents, are you getting in on the act? Are you pitching in during these hard times? Or are you just too busy to get involved with your grandchildren? Do you need that vacation? Do you have to tour the world? Do you have to have your fun because you're retired? What about helping out with homeschooling, with taking your grandchildren to healthy and wholesome social events, taking them on field trips, giving them of your time, because time means love to children. And how about this? Are you buying into solar power? Do you own an electric vehicle? Are you buying into the wind power? How are you playing the games? You must recognize that this is a time for widespread civil disobedience, because if you comply with a rogue and evil government, then you oppose God. And there are serious consequences to opposing God, both in this life and in the hereafter. If you comply with an evil government, you betray yourself. You betray your family and your country. If you decide to obey a dark and evil government regime, then you will die a miserable death in your hypocrisy. You have to own that. Henry David Thoreau's book called Civil Disobedience is a good read. Now, I don't agree with all of Henry David Thoreau's philosophy of life, but I would very strongly encourage all of you to read Civil Disobedience. This is just a short work of his 
that makes a lot of sense. His confession, Henry David Thoreau's confession, should be ours. He said, I do not wish to quarrel with any man or nation. I do not wish to split hairs, to make fine distinctions, or set myself up as better than my neighbors. I seek rather, I may say, even an excuse for conforming to the laws of the land. I am but too ready to conform to them. We need to just confess that, acknowledge it. It is much easier to conform. But also, Thoreau's convictions should be ours. He said, under a government which imprisons any unjustly, the true place for a just man is also a prison. I think of the January 6th patriots who stood up for our country, our rights, for a stolen election. Thoreau was right on that account. Thoreau's clarity of understanding the positive side of persecution should also be ours. A prison may well be the only house in a slave state in which a free man can abide with honor. Get that, will you? And he says, if any think that their influence would be lost there and their voices no longer afflict the ear of the state, that they would not be as an enemy within its walls. They do not know by how much truth is stronger than error, nor how much more eloquently and effectively he can combat injustice who has experienced a little in his own person. See, there's a benefit to persecution. It sharpens you. It makes you more aware. It gives you courage and strength. Don't be afraid to put your neck on the line. And finally, Henry David Thoreau's notion of deadly conformity should be our notion also. He stated, a minority is powerless while it conforms to the majority. Conformity and obedience only empower the enemy. Every compromise of our own virtue and our own morality to appease government is an acknowledgement that the government owns you, rules you, enslaves you. Is that what you want? Every time we compromise, we forsake what is good in God's eyes, and that grants evil a stronger grip on us. We just keep drifting away further and further and further. You have to arrive at a point where you say the buck stops here. And let me tell you, if you are in the system in any way, and you know what I mean by that, you have a duty as a human being, as an upright human being, as a Christian, as a patriotic American, you have a duty to get out of that evil system. Quit your blooming job. Do not participate in evil. It will destroy you. It's just a matter of time. And yet, we see just the opposite in America, don't we? The great majority do comply in all sectors of society, in medicine, in the military, all aspects of government, and in every one of its agencies. Very few people take a stand. 
But that's the way it always is, isn't it? That's the way it's always been. Well, let's just state a very clear fact here. We had better take a stand if we have any bit of devotion or love for our nation and for our families, for our own liberties. Because until the globalist morons are brought to justice for their crimes against humanity, we are going to increasingly suffer both emotionally and physically and spiritually until they are completely and totally neutralized. We must not be afraid to call them out. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're listening to us. I don't fear the FBI. I don't fear the CIA. I don't fear the globalists or the billionaire moguls. We must not fear them. And the only way we don't fear them is if we fear God. And that is our first devotion to the pursuit of righteousness. We mustn't be afraid to call them out. They are lowlifes of civil society. They are the cancers that rot our world. And all those who support them are no better. We must stop living in fear and start living with purpose and by God's design. Until we do, there will be hell to pay. And we are seeing it, but it's only just begun. We haven't seen the worst yet, not even close. And this is why I encourage you today, please sign your own Emancipation Proclamation. Declare yourself from this moment forward to be free from oppression, free from forced obedience to an evil empire. Don't be a part of it no matter what the cost. Right now, we live under the strain of government oppression. Everybody knows that. They who lord their money and dark power over us believe they can control us. But that is true only to the extent that we allow their injustice to prevail in our own personal lives. Let it be known right now that I, for one, will never, ever comply with the evil. I refuse to do it. To the best of my abilities, my God-given abilities, I resolve to hear and now proclaim my emancipation from the shackles of the government cabal, the globalists, and every agency that supports them. I will not mask. I will not lock down. I will not sell my soul. I will not surrender my guns. I will not take the poison shots. I will not renounce my Christian God who made America great in the first place. And neither will I comply with any form of government-imposed evil. It is not within me. I will never surrender 
I will never give up. I will never give in. I will not ever go away until the Lord calls me home. I am a free man who cannot be told how to think, what to say, where to go, what to buy or sell, or when to surrender my God-given rights for anyone. I will be coerced into no action against my will, so help me God. That is my emancipation proclamation, and it should be on the tongues of all people. This is how we bring freedom back to America. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. Until next week, adieu.